I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, like to. Come on, Joel. No. All girls all over the world. Original King Julian. Point your case, man. I love how all the girls are move their body. Is this still the quote? And when you move your body, you know, move it nice and sweet and sexy. All right. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, maybe they should have stayed in the zoo. Hello, audience. King Julian was never in the zoo. Well, you he clearly haven't watched the movies in a while. No, I haven't watched movies in, the, in a while because <laughs> I'm not a fucking child. <laughs> Hello, audience. Welcome back to another episode of Margaret Thatcher Templar Spy, which is gradually losing credibility in every episode. Credibility. Well, yeah, what little we had. Good so lord. Long gone. Because James keeps picking just the strangest <laughs> shit. <laughs> Why did you pick Madagascar? Dreamworks Madagascar starring Ben Stiller and I don't remember. Ben Stiller, uh, Ross from Friends. uh, Of course. Chris Rock. uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is King Julian, which is something that I only learned very recently, even though he's so Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. Yes, he is. It's why did I pick Madagascar? I think it's just a it's a bit of a an icon of cinema really. Um and it's fuck you. It's something it's something that's like it's Don't the true... lie directly to me, man. That's just <laughs> it's the insulting. True... <laughs> Joel, it's the true MCU, the Madagascar cinematic <laughs> universe with oh, with all off, kinds of stuff they? going on. Like it you know, it starts with the movies. movies and then it moves on to you've got the penguins that they get their own show, like a bunch of them get their own show. Uh, King Julian has like a whole lineage of, of like a royal family. There's wars. There's uh, a okay, multiverse. Okay. But but why did you actually pick this? Because uh, it'd be funny. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So it, I mean, it's it's really something else. Like I, I've you, got, have you watched all these? I've I've watched the first one and the second one, and right. a, a few of the episodes of popular uh, detective show. Um, Columbo could never, um, the penguins of Madagascar, um, and I, I don't remember most of that. Uh, though, to be fair, I, I really don't know what went on in that show. I think um, years ago I might have watched the first one, like when well, yeah, it came out. Yeah, it's a it's a um, show, uh, not a show. It's a film series. Uh, you know, a bunch of animals in a New York zoo, and they're like institutionalized. They have Stockholm syndrome, and they like really love it in the zoo. But then. Um, Ben Stiller's Alex the Lion uh, decides that he wants to go to the wild because these... That's some out-there casting, I'm just going to say. Yeah, when <laughs> it really I, is. When I think of Ben Stiller as an animal, lion is not what comes to mind, necessarily. No. When you think of Neil Patrick Harris as an animal, what would you think of? Out of uh, interest. Either a gopher or a snake. Okay, so not um, an evil dolphin named Dr. Francis Blowhole. Huh? Who gave him the doctorate? I don't know. Maybe that shouldn't be my first question, but... No. He's first mentioned when um, Skipper sees the sun blocked out by an eclipse, and then he claims that it's Dr. Blowhole's fault. He says, my mad dolphin nemesis, Dr. Blowhole, he's blown out the sun. Which, um, obviously he hasn't done that, and I guess, I assume later on in the episode, it's a, it turns out that it's just an eclipse, but he's, he's like a long time. paid for that? 
Yeah, he's like a long-time nemesis of the Penguins who, um, who you know, comes out and he, he's on a Segway as well. Um, a and dolphin he, and he just, on a Segway? Yeah, he has a dolphin on a Segway. I thought, I thought, I think you might be coming around to him. I'm trying to or work not. out the biology of it, to be honest. Uh, so his... His I feel like dolphins are like, too top heavy. Well, he's got like a like a like a like a bionic eye, and he like stands on the Segway on like a, it's like a special design Segway with like one ball at the bottom, and he like has a little cushion, and his, his he clearly his fins can hold on to things because it's really unrealistic actually. But yes, uh, <laughs> we uh, we have Doctor Blowhole. That's Neil Patrick Harris uh, of what's he in? How I Met Your Mother. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's a general jobbing. TV actor, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's I mean, he's a fairly successful actor, I believe. Um, like when it comes to I don't know shit American comedies. Yeah, he never he he's the actor who will never lead a movie, but will be in it. Yeah, I mean, he's in, I've never seen Gone Girl, but that's not a comedy, is it? I haven't seen it either. I, I've heard I've heard it's very uh very fucked. But yeah, uh, so <laughs> is that part of the Madagascar universe? Or uh, I hope not. I hope not. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, it's, you wouldn't think of Ben Stiller as a lion. You maybe wouldn't think of Neil Patrick Harris as an evil mastermind uh, Segway riding dolphin. Do you know the character Mort? Mort? No. He's a tiny little fucking bastard. His, uh, I think his his is that real his name is his <laughs> his real name is Mordecai. Right. Um, and he's a incredibly cute and somewhat innocent mouse lemur. Although his age is not confirmed, but he's like acts like a little baby. He's like always annoying King Julian. Would he's he like, be the one animated with really big cuddly eyes? Oh, he's got giant fucking eyes. Right, uh, huge. Okay. Well, a lot, a lot of the characters do have big eyes because they're all meant to be cute. But like more is specifically. It's also like, the DreamWorks animation, isn't it? They all have big eyes, but then some of them are doing the fucking lopsided wonky. The DreamWorks face, aren't, yeah, yeah. Aren't I sassy eyebrow? Yeah. So wrong. he's he can be sassy. Um, but he's mostly just like kind of a comedy relief sidekick to like be annoying to King Julian and King King Julian's like, get off of me, I'm King Julian and then he's like, I'm Morton, I'm annoying. Um is You're that not I think that's, this series, I'll Yeah, be no, it's a pretty it's a pretty good impression for me actually. Um he resides in Mort's stump in the Kingdom of Madagascar. And I... it's he's actually a very deep character, Joel. No. Um he he's first met no. when it when he falls out of a tree um, no. in in <laughs> in all hail King Julian uh, and his love towards uh... <laughs> oh god I don't like um, the, I feel like you're winding up to something no I I kind of am um, so he's a <laughs> he's a foot guy what uh, King Julian uh, no sorry Mort is uh, is a foot guy he really likes feet. Uh, specifically King Julian's feet. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> it is in all hail King Julian that his love towards King Julian's feet began. Mort is somewhat creepy at times, but also hilarious. Is he that what it says his... on, the, on the wiki? Yes, it says he's somewhat creepy... Uh, sorry, not, not hilarious, humorous. Um, he claims to live in his own world and can turn into many versions of himself inside his mind. Which, I don't know, there's definitely a word for that. He he's like becomes a significant character in the series. Um, he in All Hail King Julian exiled. He uh, becomes a, a great ally to King Julian, spying on the enemy Koto, um, plotting uh, plans no. to assassinate Koto. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this was a 
what a long-running political drama. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, there's like a war for like um, control of Madagascar. We'll get into it later. To be oh honest, oh my god, that, I thought the premise of this series was zoo animals are not in the zoo. Yes, so zoo animals were not in the zoo, and then they meet King Julian, who was a massive warmongering prick. Uh, like a, a tyrannical dictator of Madagascar who's trying to fight with another tyrannical dictator of uh, over control of the of the island um without I guess realizing that they're animals and like I get people live there as well but I, I don't know if that's I, I don't know if they really cover that in the series to be honest but yes all, all hail King Julian is a series that spans for five seasons I believe no um, really. Yes, it does. Um, I thought... Isn't oh, no, War... sorry. Five seasons and six seasons if Exiled is included. Oh, my God. Um, and it's just all kinds of... Uh, all kinds of, you yeah, know, King Julian's misadventures. It's I guess the without... Game of Thrones of DreamWorks. And yeah. I say that very literally. It is the Game of Thrones of DreamWorks. Very much so. Game of Thrones season seven and eight. Yeah. <laughs> it just went on for too long. Everyone said All Hail King Julian was a was a true masterpiece until it overtook the books, and then it just was downhill from there. Um, well, George R. R. Martin clearly needs to finish writing All Hail King Julian. <laughs> he's a very manner. busy man. That's why he took so long. That's why he's not written the final Game of Thrones books. Hold he's the been cage. busy in the Madagascar Hold cinematic the cage. universe. Hold the cage. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. Mort was uh, yeah. So Mort Mort is like an assassin. He's a spy. Um, he he collected. He's like he raised an army uh, for King Julian's war called the Mort Horde. Um, what tone was this going for? I don't. Uh, so sounds maybe, quite dark to hear you describing it. And yet, no, I can't I, really I, but, but he's a very that. funny guy. He does it cutely, um, just like he's a real creep towards King Julian's feet. But he does it in a humorous way. So Is this that thing where that DreamWorks does a lot, where it's nominally for kids? But they'll throw in like weird adult stuff every now and then well, just to make the adults go. Hee, hee, I guess I like well, in the first Madagascar film, I do remember this vividly. Um, when they're running along the beach to reunite, and mm. uh, Ben Stiller's Alex the Lion is running towards um, Chris Rock's uh, Marty the Zebra, right? And it becomes slowly clearer that. Um, <laughs> That Ben Stiller's Alex the Lion is very furious with Chris Rock's Marty the Zebra. And so he starts looking angry and then Marty the Zebra turns around and says, Oh, sugar honey iced tea in slow motion, which which means shit. But... (laughs) You, but did, you, you can't... really didn't have to spell that out to me, man. <laughs> well, but you I have know to spell how an out. acronym works. Yes, but the, I guess that the point of that is that it's, you know, all oh, the adults can say, ooh, they snuck a swear word in there for me. Um, I think maybe with this, they, they actually sort of just baked in a kind of uh, horrible war-torn plot, uh, which we'll get, again, we'll get into it more um, in Two Truths and a Lie, which will follow this. Pixar um, never does this, do, do they? Like, they, don't, they never sink to this level. <laughs> well, so, uh, well, he's also a very deep character, um, which, uh, and maybe his personality can be sort of, maybe not explained, but, um, but kind of a, 
history of Mort is important to build uh, the picture of the character in your mind. Um, it's indicated that he was abused by Grammy Mort, leading to her consumption. Uh, consumption? Which, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, the, like the non-specific disease, or did she yes. fall into a rattlesnake? I... <laughs> well, there is there is also a rattlesnake, which who we'll get into more as well. Uh... Um, and he's also in a romantic relationship, which mm. I, I hope means that he's a grown-up, but the issue is that Mort is a tiny little baby lemur thing. And right. Zora is a much larger mountain lemur. And uh, it's just, I don't know, it's a whole thing. Um, but <laughs> but she was married to Mort and then got, uh, then divorced him and got married to Uncle King Julian, who is, I think, different from normal King Julian. He's King Julian's uncle and he's one of the main oh, antagonists. Shit. Of All Hail King Julian. So Mort's ex-wife gets with King Julian's uncle, who it, in the wiki it just like he's just looks like a fatter version of King Julian, uh, except that he's rude, dishonest, like... obnoxious, evil, lazy, sarcastic, deceiving, selfish, vain, cowardly, and idiotic. So actually, I really relate to the guy. I feel like no one was straining themselves for efforts in this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but more is um, I don't know. Right? We need someone related to King Julian, just a fatter one. Yeah, a fatter do. one, and he's he's also just called Uncle King Julian as well. Yeah, they um, actually just copy pasted an image and then pulled on the sides to like widen it a bit and went there. You go. There's the design <laughs> document. Something that I um, that I found interesting about more is that he's a lot deeper than even that. Than even you know he's a war. You keep saying well, that. A war hero, war villain. He's he's a he's a survivor of um, of violence from from his own family, uh, but he can also absorb other Morts in the multiverse as well. Um, smart Goodbye. Mort and later Groovy Sixties cult. Sorry, what? <laughs> Goodbye. I'm leaving. <laughs> I've had enough. Smart Mort and Groovy Sixties cult leader. Hippie Mort no. are two alternate versions no. of Mort created no. by him. James, I... James, why are you telling me this? <laughs> well, why... Joel, you agreed to make a podcast with me based yeah, on the fan I'd... wikis. <laughs> I put my, I pick proper ones. Fucking goddamn it! I pick actual. Bro, I'm not saying it's good, but <laughs> let's be honest. I asked you at the beginning why you pick Madagascar, and it's purely to annoy me. <laughs> um. Hippie Mort is... <laughs> okay, no, so, right, so absorbing, uh, sorry, consuming his own grandmother, the, the consumption of Grandma Mort, I guess, as revenge for her abuse of him, means that she now lives inside of Mort's own mind. In the next sentence of this... Oh, it's like uh, Dune. Dune in, in the next sentence of this, without a single gap, the way he says, Mort is also persuaded to have some traces of Jewish heritage. As seen what? in Carlmageddon, after his grandfather shows up and a flashback of Mort appears as a child getting a present on Hanukkah from Grandpa Mort. Just a just a ju- juxtaposition there. <laughs> he can he can absorb other Morts in the multiverse, but also he celebrates Hanukkah and gets a present from Grandpa. This is I mean, I guess it's nice to see some Jewish representation <laughs> in the media. I'm not sure this is what anyone had in mind. Yeah, is this is this good representation? Leave a comment. No, don't. Don't, don't leave a comment. No, um, we don't want a comment section that discusses this. 
No. Actually, yeah, good shout. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a very deep character. And I think on that note, we can probably move on to some Two Truths and a Lie, if that's all right with you, Joel. It's not still about Morse, is it? That, hey. <laughs> no, if, all right. Because no, I'm, I'm so Morse. scared you're about to say, but he's actually an even deeper character than we thought. <laughs> And it's well, just a there, whole new layer of bullshit. There are other the, the full all the versions of Mort are Smart Mort, who happens after Mort consumes coffee, political Mort. Uh I I don't know I actually don't know anything about political Mort. Um except that he's just one of the versions of Mort. Um Groovy Sixties cult leader Mort, aka um Hippie Mort, an unnamed violent version of Mort and Cool Mort. Um and I'm sure Sorry. there are other ones because there's a multiverse of Morts. It's like Moon Knight, isn't it? Oh, I've not seen Moon Knight, but yes, I think Moon Knight probably copied um, the universe. <laughs> okay, let's move on with haste. All right. And get to the two truths and a lie. So, have you heard of Private the Penguin? I know of the penguins of Madagascar. Yes, so Private the, is the one who's the a little baby stars. boy. Right. Okay. Private's the one who, like, is everyone's younger brother. Private is the kind of less mature one he's quite like lo- uh, lovable um doesn't really know anything about what they're doing is a bit of like you know he's he's sort of their bitch um <laughs> but also that they uh, didn't say that on the wiki they <laughs> it does not say it on the mi- on the wiki uh he's the son of a man named sam fishy well not a man uh, by a man i mean a penguin and he yeah. only appears in the game boy advance game madagascar operation penguin but uh, he yeah so he he do, like they go on misadventures. Uh, he goes with his adopted brothers Skipper Kowalski and Rico. Um, he's only he's the only penguin who's ever disobeyed Skipper twice in one episode, which is you know pretty pretty big news for him. Sure. So Private the Penguin, um, he was in a romantic throuple with a snake and a reindeer. Okay, is this um, the first truth or lie? This is the first one. Private the Penguin. I was just giving you a bit of background on Private's, uh, private's life. Private's yeah. private life. Uh, well, Now we get to find life. out about Private's privates. Yeah. He was in a throuple with a snake and a reindeer. Um, number two, King Julian, who you already know far too much about, um, <laughs> murders in a war. He's, he's a killer, uh, which means that potentially it's a war crime. I don't know. Wait, that's yeah. just the second one, that King Julian's a murderer. Yes, King Julian is a murderer. Or a war right. criminal. I don't know which one. You'll have to figure it out. I don't know the Geneva Conventions off my heart. <laughs> Neither um, does he, apparently. <laughs> yeah. um, and finally, um, there's a child named Kid Kazoo, who <laughs> is a character who only exists to blow a kazoo in an elephant's ears. The elephant is named Bert and torments him for life. What do you mean he only exists? That's he his was... only his only fe- function in the stories of the Madagascar cinematic universe is to blow a kazoo in an elephant's giant ears and torment him for life. Is there no context for why he does this? Well, would you like to ask about Kid Kazoo first? Yeah, all right. <laughs> let's deal with this. Uh, he appears in the episode An Elephant Never Forgets. And he's also had like other brief cameos in which he blows a kazoo in the elephant's ear. Um, he annoyed animals in the zoo. Uh, he played his kazoo and terrorized them. Um, specifically annoyed by him is Bert, who is an elephant with obviously big ears because he's an elephant. Yep. He's got a very big trunk, does Bert? Nowadays, get jealous. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, that kind of a... <laughs> the kind of guy um, is... Uh, you know you, you know what kind of guy he is when you know that now, um, in, in his adult life, uh, Kid Kazoo is a stockbroker. And oh, that's what I see. That's what he does these days. So he buy from, and sell in kazoos. Yeah, from horrible... From horrible bastard ruining animals' lives to horrible <laughs> bastard ruining um, the world economy. Did he invent those uh, bloody horns that came out around uh, football world cup? The Vuvuzela. Yeah, I, I, lo- I used to own a Vuvuzela. I told of you that. Of course you did. The only <laughs> thing that could enable you to be more annoying. <laughs> it was very iconic. Um, I had a big green Vuvuzela and I blow it in the house, and it was it would be quite annoying actually. Because, like, especially because my dad wanted me to practice the trumpet. I like how you're I'd... saying, like, it, it would actually be quite annoying. Like, I couldn't have worked that one out myself. <laughs> well, like, you it's stomping probably... around playing a Vuvuzela. It's probably worse that my dad wanted me to practice the trumpet, and if I was not practicing <laughs> trumpet and was, like, blasting a Vuvuzela, it's like, you, you are doing sort of the same thing, but it's not useful. That's such a monkey's paw situation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm learning so... the trumpet like you want, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I'm doing my best. <laughs> so, yes, uh, would you like to know about... What would you like to know about next? Uh, Private's uh, love affair or King Julian's murder? Um, I'm slightly inclined to believe the love affair one, so let's try the murder. All right, Why let's try the murder. Did, who did he murder? Was it in the heat of war or was it a... A crime of passion, or did he slit in someone's throat in the middle of the night? <laughs> did he slit someone's throat? Well, so in um, in All Hail King Julian, uh, the, the overarching um, kind of narrative is of um, the War of the Beasts, and in it, uh, you know, there's there's the Mort there's the Mortverse confrontation in which Mort yes, has to yes, speed speedily move past that, deal with all of his. Um, all of his like issues uh, from from his like psychic abilities and his you know his grandma who's living in his head now, um, but part of this war was the Battle of Booty Ridge. Julian has an ambush team and he's fighting against King Koto, who is his big rival in the um, in the war. I thought it was um, his fat uncle. No, so his fat uncle's doing a different thing. Oh, this okay. is this is a. There's the whole thing in the, in the War of the Beasts. Arc. Uh, don't 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 explain it to me. Just That's fine. Power, power um, through, power through. <laughs> if you're a, if you're a massive Madagascar fan and listening to this, send Joel a DM uh, detailing. No, no, don't open those <laughs> floodgates, you fucking monster. <laughs> um. So, uh, King Julian is captured by the Mountain Lemurs, and King Koto sentences them to execution on the day of the royal wedding of King Koto and Princess Amy. Three days into the celebration. Uh, Julian is about to be executed with like a complex torture and execution machine. Like I guess, like I guess it's sort of like comedy device, but also very perilous. Right. You so know, it's the, probably the got drop like dominoes going over and shit. On, yeah, falls on the ball that rolls down around yeah, exactly. and knocks over a bucket, which whilst yes, also yes. torturing him horribly, horrifyingly. One, so one of his team joins with another one of his team through a spiritual bond, and they form the ultimate weapon, and then they manage to break Julian free from the execution machine. Um, as well as all the other prisoners who were attached to it. They bonds to form the ultimate weapon? Yes. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> um, was a, I, I genuinely for a moment there thinking, am I going to pursue this? No, <laughs> no I, don't, I don't have it in me. 
So King Julian escapes, and this this whole thing goes down at the Battle of Booty Ridge, and it's um it's all coming to a head uh, in in the in the real the real final confrontation. So obviously King Julian has motive to commit murder, uh, right? In in um in revenge for the the way he's been treated, and the way his people have been treated. Um, all hail King Julian. I'm I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Julianite. Um, okay. I'm a, a, a Julianator. King uh, King Julian, okay, blah blah blah. They win the battle. Um, King Koto uh, tries to kidnap King Julian in a last ditch attempt to uh, get his ass. Sage, uh, who is like a magic spiritual guy, chases King Koto on a hawk. They fought. They fight in the air. They catch King Koto. King Julian is now winner. The winner. Uh, uh, Sage prepares to kill King Koto, but they but then they don't kill him. They decide to let him live in exile and let him marinate in the horrible crimes he's committed. Um, then King Julian leans on a statue and crushes him, killing him instantly. By accident. Yes. So it's so it's an act of I was gonna say manslaughter, but he's not a man. It's a it's an act of Lima slaughter. Yeah. Um but it's who, who after among he, us is not after, guilty of the occasional <laughs> acts of Lima slaughter. So after they said that he would be able to be freed and go back to his, well, go in exile as opposed to being killed. Then King Julian killed him, which is where I think potentially war crimes come in. If you are an expert on um, uh, war legislation, please do send Joel a DM. Uh, Stop and- doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to talk to people I know, let alone strangers. Yeah, I apologise for for everything that I've done to your trust in other people, Joel. Um, yes, uh, send me a DM as to whether that's illegal. Um, yeah, but I'm going to say it James. is. He's a, he's a people person. I'm not. <laughs> uh, yes, King Julian kills King Koto outside of the confines of battle, which I would say, I'm calling it murder. I don't care. Because he was no. trying to kill him in the past. He didn't kill him when he was trying to kill him, but he eventually did kill him. Premeditated. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. You astound me, James. Yeah. And finally, we've got uh, Private the Penguin and his uh, horrifying little little thruple. Um, right. It's very judgmental straight off the bat. Right. Are you about to not judge the penguin-reindeer-snake Are they, are they all of age and consenting? Uh, hmm... Because if, cause if they in are, the Penguins of Madagascar, the movie, Private is ten years old. Ah, however, well, I don't on. know penguin, Pen- penguin years. Penguin years, yeah. Like you know, dogs I mean, have no babies point at saying three. That you know, wait till he's eighteen if he's going to be dead by the time he's fifteen. Yes, so I don't know exactly how long penguins live, so I can't really comment on this. If you're an expert on the penguin age of consent laws, um, well, we please know do... he's we know he's signed up for the for the military, so he's got to be an adult. <laughs> That's true, unless his birth name is just private, not his rank. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do that with my kid. Yeah, <laughs> call him Colonel. See if I can sneak <laughs> him into the military <laughs> without anyone noticing. Colonel, Colonel. Um. Yes, so private is. Um, I, th- I think you know it's fine for them to be in a relationship. I guess it's just maybe I'm being speciesist by saying that they shouldn't be having relationships with each other. Um, I'll be honest. So, I'm worried for what the kid would be. Certain yeah. genetics. Well, I mean, have you seen Shrek? Well. 
would it become Shrek? No. So uh, when the donkey and the dragon shag, they have babies. Oh. They're actually kind of cute. I'll, but I don't know how that act would actually work. Um, maybe I'll do an episode on it. Um, no. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so the reindeer is called Cupid. She's one of Santa's reindeer. Uh, it's in a mm-hmm. special Christmas episode called, well, not episode, movie called Merry Madagascar. I'm sure you've seen it as a very festive guy you are. She and Private uh, become romantically interested in each other based on the numerous different, uh, sorry, despite the numerous differences they have, namely the fact that she's like three times the size of him. Um, But, you know, that's, I guess, fine. Uh, As we've seen in Shrek, none of that sort of thing matters in uh, in DreamWorks products. Um, And yeah, she then comes back in um, the Penguins of Madagascar series along with Savio, who is a snake. He's enormous, sly, powerful, and devious boa constrictor, who was once in the Central Park Zoo, but was transferred to Ho- from Hoboken. Sorry, he was transferred from Hoboken to the Central Park Zoo and becomes the penguin's enemy. However, because Private is a big himbo, in the episode "The Big Squeeze," is that is that written in there? <laughs> this is my embellishment. Okay, Private's a Private's a bit of a dumbo. In the episode "The Big Squeeze," haha, get it. That's like, there's three meanings in there. Yeah, keep going. The Penguins were suspicious of him, but their suspicions intensified as Mort, Marlene, and Maurice vanished. Um, Private and Cupid then tried to use their, I guess, potentially cutesy vibes. I should should actually watch this episode before I do a thing on it. Um, To seduce him, to seduce Savio into... Revealing the location of Mort and his friends. I, I don't know why Mort couldn't have used his like Sherlock Holmes mind palace, but you know, I, I guess that's it's, it's not not a cohesive plot in the uh, in the Penguins of Madagascar. You astound me, James. But uh, <laughs> okay, fine. I um, um... eventually eventually they um, like they betray Savio after he lets his guard down for them for their romantic wiles um i i I assume he was more into cupid than private because i don't know cupid's a real fee um stop (laughs) (laughs) yeah um they they end up finding mort's location and then mort does something annoying and then episode over yes okay uh i am gonna oh sorry he also makes reference to swallowing them one by one which i think in the romantic context cannot be taken lightly I think that's more you than the show at this point. Potentially. Okay, I'm just going to run through my thoughts. I think that the Julian death stuff is... Oh, it's it's plausible. But you almost went into too much detail, so I'm wondering if that's... uh, I'm wondering if that's, you know, overcompensation. The kazoo mm. thing I find weird, weirdly convincing because I can imagine that in the first film there would have been just some offhand image about, oh, it sucks to be at the zoo, and then some bratty kid blowing a kazoo in an animal's ear and, ha, it's a one-off joke. And then later on they don't know what to do in the series, so here comes the kid with the kazoo to be a, a <laughs> He's recurring back, baby. gag or a main character. Yeah. <laughs> Avengers Assemble. Um, and then the animal thruple thing. Yeah, I just buy it. 
it, I think it's calling it Merry Madagascar, I find very convincing. <laughs> so I'm going to put a stake that Julian committing a war crime <laughs> is a lie. And that statement alone can be its own explanation. Yeah. Uh, do you not think King Julian is the kind of guy to make to commit a war crime? I think he, I think he is, but I think he's so good that he wouldn't get caught. Mm, that's true. We won't he's know a, about it when he he's does. a real devious guy. He planted yeah. his uncle in a position of authority just to, <laughs> just to get away with it. Julian, there was um, a corpse here. Where did it go? I had to move it. Move it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never find it again. To move it, move it. Oh, I'm a big fan of that, Joel. Um, so, uh, you're wrong, unfortunately. Ah, oh, come on. Which one was uh, it? King Julian is a war criminal. He did push a, a rock of King Koto onto King Koto, uh, murdering him instantly uh, and potentially creating a horrible, horrible situation. The lie was uh, the thruple. Um, they never got together. Cupid. Uh, the reindeer and private had a, ble- a brief little um, wink in Merry Madagascar, but it's never gone, never gone into depth. And Savio is just a murderous uh. prick. Savio is just like a horrible bastard from Hoboken who kidnaps more. Actually, so maybe he's a good guy. Actually, so your mildly bigoted intolerance towards this relationship was that forged, or were you just so disgusted <laughs> by the idea that you couldn't get it out without you know? I can't, yeah, no, it's it. just disgusting to me. It's unnatural. <laughs> penguins should d- date penguins. <laughs> penguins should not be in the military. <laughs> I, you know, actually, I do agree with that. Can we? I, I'm worried now that you're. This is, by the way, this is not this is not like a like a a metaphor for anything. I don't think penguins should be in wars. I'll come for you first, James. I, first, they came for the penguins, and I said nothing because I was not a penguin. You're going to be cancelled after this episode. Ed. I I think it's just actual penguins that they're not like a metaphor for anything in the real world or in the real military. You'll I be just on don't with think Tucker Carlson and Piers Morgan <laughs> defending your belief that penguins penguins should not be are in the an animal, and I believe in animal rights to not be in war. Oh boy! Okay, I hope that's okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> I believe this will be the foundation for a lot of biologists' final university thesis. I hope so. I, I, make sure you cite me and uh, link me in your um, in your thesis to to get us better SEO. And speaking um, of the dumpster fire that is social media, yeah, you can, find you can follow us, us on all Twitter over the gap. Actually, yeah, Twitter, you can find us uh, TikTok. on TikTok. You can find us on uh, on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter at TemplarSpyCast. Um, you can find me at James MacLaw, and you can find Joel where? Uh, you can find me at privatesprivates.com, uh, <laughs> where you can find you my uh, penguin testicle images. <laughs> They're of age. We've, we've you know discussed what? that. Joel, if, if, I feel like if this, if this podcast gets, you know, blows up overnight, there will be people who make these accounts for you. It will, be, <laughs> it will become, like, not a joke anymore. I will be able to create them simply by... That one's got to exist already. An army of privates privates. Um, anyway, Joel, what are you going to treat me to next week? Well, I'm going to do a proper one. You know, an actual... Is that not a proper one? No, it's not a proper one, despite your evoking... Joel, I do feel like we have well, a very different vision on where this series is going. <laughs> well, I'm doing... A classic English franchise. Uh, not very good, but a lot of lore to it. I'm doing 
Doctor Who. If you just call Doctor Who not very good, you're going to be in trouble. It's like Star Trek, where about just 80% of it is always going to be bad. Yeah, I've seen a bit of Doctor Who, but not a massive amount, so I'm excited. Excellent. Gives me a lot to work with, and there's like 60 years of the. That's true. I've only ever seen reboot bits. I've only ever seen bits of Christopher Eccleston, bits of David Tennant, um, bits of the guy. People say I look like like Matt Smith, which I'll take. Um, You were also in Morbius. I wish I was in a movie. It's more than time. I yeah sure that, that <laughs> meme will be that meme will be just disgustingly dead in the ground by the time this episode's out hell yeah that's the only kind I can make yeah that's true all right well it's uh, it's goodbye from me and Grandpa Joel <laughs> um, thanks very much for watching and we'll catch you next time see you next week lovely stuff it is Morton time though James I don't it's, know why no it's it's uh, it's Morton time.